and caring about uh, what is important to them and doing these things just to be a blessing. And building requires blessing. So that's where we left off, right? Building requires blessing, which you just talked about. Exactly. Right. And you don't want me to talk about that no more because then I'll be repeating myself. But it bears repeating. It bears repeating that building requires blessing. Think about that for a second. Now, there's some of you out there right now who are having conflicts in your marriage. And the thing that I would that I would ask you is, are you blessing your spouse or are you judging your spouse? Are you condemning your spouse? Are you spending all your time pointing out what he or she is not? Or are you spending your time figuring out what does God want me to do to lovingly bless her, lovingly build him, lovingly advance them? So I, I will say one thing. So uh, one of the things that I've learned um, over our uh, time of our marriage is some of the little things that are helpful. I think we might have talked about this last week. So if he's working in the yard, you know, bringing him something cold to drink. Thank you. Um, just making sure that, you know, he doesn't pass out. I used to run out and just look at him and make sure he was okay. Um and then, you know, a dog on me, he's out there sweating, he could use something cold to drink. I would want something cold to drink if I'm out working in the yard on a hot day. She'd think I'm going to fall off the roof or something. That's what, that's what she'd come very, out there. I'm very afraid of that. <laughs> uh, and then the other thing is uh, oftentimes I know that wives complain about their husbands not picking up the socks or not, um, you know, Lowering the toilet seat. That's a big one. I thank God my husband does that. But plus we have enough bathrooms, so I don't have to share. But anyway, um, <laughs> so some of those things uh, the Lord kind of placed in my heart early on in our marriage that I have to look at my husband uh, as if he was, if, if it was a guest in my home that did that, how would I respond? I wouldn't say to that guest, you can't pick up that sock. You would be gracious to your guests, and you would pick it up. So you wouldn't hold it against them. Uh, because it's a, it, it's a small thing, and I get that after years and years and years, it can, it can uh, become a big thing. But I tried to, those little things that kind of needle me, I'll mention it to them, and then I'll just do it like we talked about the garage, the clothing, yeah, the cover on the garage. He didn't do it this morning, so just saying. So I just go up, I just close it, and yep. I just look at him so he knows I did it again. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to get after him every time. So I feel like I'm being a blessing. I'm also teaching him that it's very good to lower the cover on And if you go out there right now, if you go out there right now, guess what? It's open. It's closed. Did you close it? I closed it. I didn't check after him. So I, I closed it. But wait a minute, hold it. As long as she mentioned that toy to see. Oh. Now I got, I got to jump in on that just for just a second. Oh. I, I did learn just recently that it's very sanitary. I mean, it's a very sanitary thing to close that toilet seat yeah. before you flush. Yeah. Because if you close that seat before you flush, then that water 
don't want to jump out that toilet That's and right. get on the floor. That's right. And you walking through that bad water, you know, so close the toilet seat. Close but it. I got one more thing to say. Mm-hmm. But it is funny. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes if you leave it open. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs>
what you want? How, how, how you want to do this? And she tells me. And then she'll look at me and say, well, now, Winter, how you want to do this? And I'll tell her. And we get out of each other's way. We do it the way that we want it done. Mm-hmm. Now, read that scripture that, that, that backs that up for me. I think it's Ephesians 5.22. Why submit to your own husband as to the Lord? See that? Put yourself in order under your husbands, just under your husband, just as you put yourself in order under the Lord. So, ladies, I will say one thing, um, and my husband knows this. I so submission. I am a strong woman. Um, willed woman. Strong willed, yeah, strong willed woman. Uh, but the one thing, uh, and I wish we had time to go over the head of the house because I got this great joke about the head of the house. My husband is the head of the house. Um, but I always remind my husband of his duty as the head of the house. And so I look at it as sometimes just a relief that, oh, I am not the one God holds account for this. Like, that's on him. And so I tell him oftentimes, you're responsible for Yes. Oh, I oh. And I love that. <laughs> so, ladies, use that because it's liberating, really, in and of itself. But I really must say you about the head of the house. Can we tell about the head of the house? Like, what are these things? Oh. So maybe, maybe I'll come back to that. Because the head of the house, my husband, lady, once had a bus created of himself, and he gave it to myself and our children as a gift, as if we needed a, a, a you know a representation of them. So uh, this is the head of the house. I call that the head of the house. So whenever <laughs> we have any disagreement or anything like that, I always look to the head of the house. So uh, maybe your husband can get a little bust of himself. That's the funny thing. That's, 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 that's the head of the house. Wives 
which means that you just do what he says. Are you kidding me? No. Or wives submit. That just means that when y'all in disagreement, then and like like we say in baseball, tie go to the runner and I'm the runner. So I win all ties. No, 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 no. If she's if she's looking at it, if she's got something that she doesn't understand, or I got something that I don't understand, what we're doing is bowing. We're bowing to the Lord and we're asking the Lord, look, how do I serve him? How do I do this, Lord? I need your direction because I vow to you. I want what you want for her. I want to do for her what you want done for her. I am your servant, and in being your servant, I am her servant. She is your servant. And in being your servant, she's going to serve me. We're serving each other. That's how you bless one another. Mm-hmm. But let me let's let's get let's get real now, okay? Let's get real. Let's let's, let's let, let me show you something, okay? Um, it sounds good, don't it? It really does sound good. But how does it work when a strong-willed woman and a strong-willed man get a vision from God. She gets a vision, and I get a vision, and she knows she's right because she done heard from the And I know I'm right because the Holy Ghost told me. What do you do then? Because now we're bowing to God. We are bowing to the Lord. But yet our visions are different. What do you mean by that? Well, she gets a vision that she's going to the Bahamas. I get a vision that we're getting a new car. The Lord told me today that we're getting a new car. And the Lord told, and the the Holy Ghost told her and revealed to her and confirmed through some of her girlfriends that she's going to the Bahamas. And oh, by the way, we can either she can either go to the Bahamas or we can get a new car, but we can't do both. And both of us have a vision and we got a problem. You know, the Bible says something that, 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 that and we talked about it before, two visions mean, can lead to division. What happens when you have competing divisions? Is that going to stop? Is that going to stop you from building? Hmm? Is, is, is that what it's going to do? Hmm. I'm going to show you something. First of all, you're not going to go forward because the Bible, what did the Bible say in, uh, in Amos 3 and 3? Look at point number. It's this case. This case. Can two walk together except they be agreed? Can two walk together except they be agreed? That's the ESV version, but uh, oh, that's King James version. But the Old King James version says, "How can two walk together unless they agree?" Mm-hmm. Okay, an agreement. Agreement is necessary. What does that word agreement mean? That word agreement comes from a word that basically says to say with one voice. 
are different instruments. They're all playing different parts, but they all come together as one. So, so talk about preacher. Where, where, you go, where are you going with this? I'm going to tell you that the two visions that they have, that 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 I had between man and woman, don't necessarily don't have to necessarily lead to division, but instead it'll lead to completeness. What do you mean? She's still, she's still going to the Bahamas. She still thinks she's supposed to go to the Bahamas, and you still think that you're supposed to go to the you get a new car, and you said the Holy Ghost told you, and she said the Holy Ghost told So now, uh, is God in conflict? Is there conflict in the Godhead? No. You know what, what, what you're saying? You're seeing part of the vision, and she's seeing part of the vision. So, to help you a little bit more, you ever heard of nearsighted and farsighted? I'm, I'm going to use that as my example. Nearsighted and farsighted? In it, with a couple, you have the ability to, one person has the ability to see things real well up close, and the other person has the ability, they can't see real good up close, they can see far off. Mm-hmm. So one of them is nearsighted, and the other is farsighted. And because one can't see what the other sees, okay, because she can't see what I see, and I can't see what she sees. So she wants to act on what she sees. I want to act on what I see. But what you have to do is get the whole picture by, by listening to what she sees. She listens to what I see. We put the whole thing together, and then we find the sweet spot. What, what we both see together. Now the two of us have the whole picture because, I mean, let's face it, I can't see past my nose most of the time without these glasses. So I'm, I'm literally, I need a stick to help me, and as quiet as it's kept, if she don't put her glasses on, I can put that paper right up to her face and she can't see it. Am I telling the story? Okay, well, anyway. You see, so what you have to do is you have to, it be, and the way I, the way we try to do it is this. I always have to. So here's the thing. Well, what you see, and then she'll tell me what she sees. I say, and then I'll tell her this is what I see right there, and then the conversation begins. A, a lot of times, what we do is we know each other's strengths. Mm-hmm. And there are some things that he's stronger in, and I will let him take the lead. You know, he's asking me, well, what kind of bricks should we use for the patio? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to max the house. You know, I don't have any other outside of that. I don't have any. He's got that knowledge. And he, we may be talking about buying a car. He knows I'm the one that's going to do all of the consumer reports. I'm going to check all the prices. I'm going to look at Costco. I'm going to find out the gas mileage. I'm going to find out what's best for the environment. I'm going to do all of that. So I might take the lead in that. Um, so we have to, it is, it's that balance. Mm-hmm. So each of us is strong in, in something, and one of us is always stronger in the thing, and the other 
will then fall back and let that one, you know, be the primary leader while checking in with the other mm-hmm. one. And that, that is what works for us. Yeah. I, and, and you see, Mia, I, got, I, I just want to talk to Mia for a second. Bro, we ain't got to know everything. And we ain't got to act like we know everything. And that's all good. That's all good. That You had to know everything back in the 20s and the 30s. This is 2019. We have, we have some extremely talented partners. Amen. I mean, they know a whole lot of stuff. They know stuff that we don't even think about knowing. They are hooked in to certain things that, uh-uh. And vice versa, ladies. You ain't got to know it all. Thank God. You don't have to know it all at all. As a matter of fact, where your husband has expertise, honor his expertise. Let him talk about all the stuff that he knows. Don't cut him off when when you when ask. Okay, so what kind of breaks you want for the patio? Don't just say, just match the house. And then all of a sudden come back and say, this don't match. (laughs) That match that? No, you got you know. Let him talk in the, and let him go, go show you some bricks and say, do this match really? Especially when you're dealing with a guy who don't do good with colors at all. So, you know, but the big thing is to honor, to honor what the other person knows. Amen. And bring those visions together. You see, how do I serve him best? How do I serve her best? Now, let me tell you what happens when you get in agreement. Let me tell you what happens when you get on one accord. Mm-hmm. Um, read those. Read that first passage from uh, Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes four nine through eleven, because agreement brings about fruitfulness, safety, and comfort. Read, sh- sh- show them how. Show them what Ecclesiastes says. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? You sure can't keep warm by yourself. All up into the ball. But boy, when you got somebody with you, I don't care how cold it gets. You okay. just yeah, don't stop me. Don't stop me because you, you know you know you 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 do know that dry wood burn easy, right? <laughs> okay. But the scriptures are telling you if you fall by yourself. So if you're outside on a ladder and you fall down on and you get ready to fall down off that ladder, if you're out there by yourself, you ain't gravity. I just, unless angels come and grab you, I hope you can bounce. But if you got a partner, if your wife is standing at the bottom of that ladder, holding that ladder, and keeping that ladder steady, and wives, let me tell you something. Oftentimes, we don't need you there for your strength. We need you there for your balance. We need you on, we don't need you on the other end of that couch picking up your end, we need you on the other end of that couch, steadying that couch for us, and saying, okay, turn left, turn left, you got an inch there left. We need that kind of stuff. Because we got the strength. We have the strength to do it. 
we just need some balance. And now extend that into every area of your life. She don't need me around to to help her balance her checkbook. That girl can add, subtract, multiply, divide, do long division, all kind of that stuff. That's right. And she got a calculator too. Yeah. But what does she need me there for? She need me there for to steady her hand a little bit. To say, okay, now look at this right here. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. She needs me there as a sounding board to sound ideas off. She don't even need no money from me because she got the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, as they say, I'm the plus one. <laughs> but do you understand that? Especially when, you know, you men who are, uh, who have wives who are in these high-powered positions, or even you wives who have husbands in high-powered positions, you are needed. You are needed because you bring balance. Agreement also brings strength. Agreement will give you strength. Let me show you how. Go ahead and read that. Oh, and though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will, two will withstand him. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. Now, That's Ecclesiastes 4.12. Ecclesiastes 4.12. Let me tell you something about that, okay? You're walking down the alley, and somebody jump you, and you by yourself, you're on your own, right? Right. But men, I'm talking to the men now. But mess around and have your wife with you. And somebody try to jump. Helicopter baby. Look, I never, I don't want my wife around, really, when when if somebody try to jump me. Because she gonna beat them up and me beating them up. Because you know women don't fight like we fight. You know they don't, you know, just get in no position in jail. No. They coming from every angle with everything. They hollering, screaming, and biting and scratching. And you know good and well, one of them scratches gonna hit you, and they gonna they probably hurt you, hurt the other guy. But when you have your partner in your corner with you, oh, <laughs> come what may. But did you notice here that it says it's a threefold cord? Where that third? Where that third at? What is that third? A threefold cord is not easily broken. So I got the man and I got the woman. What is the third? It's the Lord. It is the Lord. But when, go all the way back, when you're bowing to God, when you're bowing to one another, he is a part of that building blessing process. You have built on his word, and he's there. You have done his, you are done and are doing his word, and he's there. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Liberty. Liberty. Mm-hmm. You see, when you get into that submission, when you get into to reverencing, when you get to the point where you're bowing down and blessing your wife, Who's enabling you to do all of this? It is the Lord. Yes. See, you know, you're looking at a testimony right here. Amen. There's no way in the world this should work out. Mm-mm. I mean, that girl can get hot as a firecracker. Yeah. And me? Oh, let me tell you something. Okay. And strong-willed? She thinks she's 
strong-willed. I know I'm strong-willed. And so, but when we submit ourselves to God, we just as mellow and easy and soft as butter on a hot stove. Just, just melt. Just melt. Now, let me show you something. And there's a promise in that. There's a promise that goes along with coming into agreement. There's a promise that goes along when you come to a point where you join those 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 visions and see the same thing. When you're singing the same song in the same key. Yes, Matthew 18, 19, and 20. It says, again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I among them. See it? See it? So when you're doing all that submitting, when you're doing that bowing, when you're doing that blessing, who is the enabler? Who is the empower? Who is in the middle of all of that? Mm-hmm. He says, where two or three touch and agree concerning anything, mm-hmm. I am in the midst of it. I am the tie that binds. I'm the third part of that threefold cord that is not easily broken. I am the one that will hold you and sustain you through the storms of life. I am the one that will uh, that will bring you through when you and her both think you can't make it through. But because y'all in agreement and y'all standing on my word, oh, good God Almighty, yeah. he's right there. Yeah. He is right there. Well, tie everything together. Okay, let me tie it all together. You're building on the word. You build by blessing. You build by asking, how do I serve her? How do I serve him? You learn how to come together and reconcile your visions. You learn to work in agreement. That's how you build your family. That's how you build your family. That's the start. You build your family by building each other through Now I know that there's some there's some questions. I know we I know we covered a lot. So you know, you might have to watch it again. And we're gonna post this uh, like we did the last one. Uh, we're gonna do a we're, we're doing a video for a separate channel. We'll put the links out there and all of that kind of stuff. So you'll get a chance to review the scriptures. I know we're moving kind of fast, and you know normally I would take the time to you know flip through the Bible and everything, but we just had so much, mm-hmm. and we you know we try to limit our time. So what we want to do now is we've reviewed it. We you know now what we want to do is we want to have my wife Cheryl come and just pray a prayer blessing over all of you as you go and you try to implement. Heavenly Father, we come this evening and we give you all the praise. Father, we lift up your word. We lift up these people that are tuning in to learn more about you, to learn how to build their relationships. Father, we stand in the gap for them and we agree and intercede for their relationships, God, 
we pray that this word will be a great beginning lesson for them, that they would seek after you, that they would study your word, that they will share the word and the message with their spouse, Father, and that they would build a firm foundation. Father, we know that you love marriage. We pray that you would bless every relationship that is one partner is tuned in here tonight. We pray that you would go before these people, oh God, and that you would continue to bless them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, I hope you've had as much fun uh, watching as we have preparing and sharing with you guys. Because as you can see, um, one of us has a marvelous sense of humor. <laughs> and the other, you know, it's him. We kind of have it all pretty good. But I want I want to thank my wife for being out here. Where you see, you, did you. you see me? Did you see me grab a hand real quick? Because that, that, that was that was that touching and agreeing stuff. You know, uh-huh. I figured I figured you know I might stir something up a little bit. You oh, know, and get that warmth that they talked about later. Come on. get your hand. <laughs> come over here right now, boy. But anyway. Um, I know that there might be some questions. There might be some folks that want more conversation. Again, we still haven't figured out a way to see your comments on that screen because, you know, it's just so far away because of the way we're recording and all that kind of stuff. So once again, if you send me the, the, um, the question, I'll reply to it, uh, and I'll reply to it within the next 24 to 48 hours. I promise you I'll do that. If you, if you ask it, I'm going to answer it to the best of my ability. And if I don't know the answer, I'm going to tell you I don't know, and I'll point you to somebody that does. Amen. Um, so uh, we'll continue next week. There's some more parts of the family that have to be built. Uh, I don't know if she's getting dismissed or not. I am dismissed. Thank you, America. No, she's not. No, she's not. She ain't she, she like, going along. I'm going to send the head of the house to represent you next week. I'll get you. Anyway. Hey, this has been Pastor Winfred Burns and Cheryl Lynette Burns. The lovely assistant. Yes, the, I don't know about assistant, but, you know, <laughs> she, she counted the balls. But anyway, this has been the Word on Wednesday, our summer series, Building Family. We pray that God blesses you and keeps you, and may his face ever shine upon you. See you next week. Bye-bye. Have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. Couldn't keep you on time. We were late again. It is. I can't see. Eight. That's seven thirty-nine. What's well, only nine minutes? We were flying. We were going too fast, weren't we? No, I, you. I see how you get a. Uh, uh, don't call you what? Bill Cosby. Who? Bill. Oh, Bill Cosby. Um, you don't think you're recording? It was Lisa Gordon Burton. She was having a time out there. Really? Yes. Yeah. We got a lot of comments. Oh, really? I don't know. She said she can do it. Let's see. Let's check that. My husband can break it down in small bites, which makes it work. Thing, so stop thinking it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who this is.
Using the phone from her. 